this is Genoa. This is YouTube. And this is Inside Entertainment. Yes, and we are in the last week of um, movies that showcase uh, African Americans in front of the camera or behind the camera or in front and behind the camera in this case because we're talking about uh, Halle Berry's directorial debut uh, with this movie uh, Bruise. That's a Netflix. That's why well, people probably go, oh, I didn't catch it in the movie theater. Well, it wasn't a movie. It's just a Netflix movie. <laughs> Yes, and um, because we had so much fun recording with the Miss Catherine Watkins um, back in the fall, we asked her to come and join us again for the last uh, week of the month, talking about um, our story today or our movie today, which is Bruised, um, directed by Halle Berry and starring her. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I really love talking with you guys. (laughs) We love having you. I mean, uh, we did Candyman, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was such a good episode. I mean, I just—I mean, the insight you brought and the perspectives like was just mind blowing. And uh, yeah, yeah, and we're happy to have you back to bless with some more knowledge. (laughs) Yes, well, I'll try my best. And, and just to remind our listeners, uh, tell us a little bit about your history, um, just so that they can have a f- refresher on the wonderful Catherine. Oh, well, I am a teacher here in um, the Portland area of um, Oregon. So that's a that's an interesting story within itself. Um, but I've been teaching for 24 years and I'm currently teaching um, sixth grade English, which is a feat within itself. And um, I uh, am someone who speaks the truth and that's not really appreciated. So um, every now and then you'll catch me on Fox News, but it's OK. Um, I've learned to develop a thick skin. So. <laughs> If I show up again, it's all good. It's uh, no problems. <laughs> yeah, yes. that's the kind of people we like in that circle. Yeah, and, and just just for clarification, she's not a, a talking head on Fox News. No, uh, they're usually no. attacking her. <laughs> yeah, Fox News likes to to see what I'm doing, and so whenever white supremacists don't like what I'm doing, they go tell Fox, and then Fox is like, "Hey, Catherine Watkins." So <laughs> that's my existence right now. I never thought that would be a reality, but so be it. Well, hey, that, that, hey, that that just that that's, that just goes to show that you're you're doing the right thing. It's like yeah. when you making when you making a when you making people uncomfortable with truth. Yes, so, you're doing the right thing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to break down the IMDb uh, synopsis, Jim, or do you have that up? I have it up. So according to IMDb, Bruce is about a disgraced MMA fighter, finds redemption in the cage and the courage to face her demons when the son she had given up as an infant unexpectedly re-enters her life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Halle Berry plays Jackie Pretty Bull Justice. Um, Actually, that's that's like a if they did a movie like in the seventies, like it was a Jackie Brown or something like that, it would be like a Jackie Pretty Bull Justice. I mean, when I heard that name, I'm like, oh, man, that can be a black exploitation movie. Yeah, that's a character. <laughs> yeah. Definitely a character. <laughs> yes, totally. Yeah, and so like uh, the the first, I think the first 
begin like the beginning is kind of like a opening kind of montage from the POV of Jackie in a fight. And we're seeing that the her opponent is getting the best of her and kind of <laughs> plumbing her to the to the ground. Um, this is before we get to the beginning credits, but we we begin the movie movie. Uh we seeing her, you know, cleaning houses, cleaning toilets, like she's you know, just kind of going day to day, trying to survive with her manager, manager slash boyfriend, Desi. Jeez, mm, right. yeah. yeah. we're gonna talk about him. We're gonna really talk about him, man. Yeah, I mean, cool. yeah, Desi's played by Adon Canto, who's in the current TV show, um, the Cleaning Woman or Cleaning Lady, which. If you haven't, if you're not watching that show, it is freaking awesome. Oh, it is. Okay. All right. I'll put it on Yeah. I I seen the trailers, like it's on Fox, right? Or something like that. Something like that. I know. Okay. Yeah, I was like, oh, this looks promising. Yeah. It's streaming on Hulu. That's that's about all I know, but it is very good. Well, he did his job way too well in this movie because <laughs> I was just so disgusted with this man. I was like, Oh my gosh, he didn't even like he put he set her up so many times, but to put her in the in the UFC when she wasn't even ready, but he was all about himself, you know, and mm-hmm. then he put her in the underground uh fight once again. But mm-hmm. I there was no redeeming quality of that man whatsoever. And so I was kind of looking for the redeeming men, you know, like once I started seeing his character, I was like, do they have redeeming men in this in this? <laughs> You know, because like Immaculate's a good guy, but he's an opportunist also, you know, mm-hmm. so he gave her this opportunity. But yeah, um, he, he started yeah. that. Yeah, he started out that whole thing where I was like, OK, I'm looking at every male character in this movie. <laughs> I mean, we, we really don't get a, a positive male character until we really meet Pops. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And we'll yeah. get into all of the, all of the different characters, but Pops is is basically like the old guy at the gym that's also like cheerleader type, like your your hype man. Yes, yeah, he's kind of like the Obi Wan Kenobi of like the story, <laughs> right? He's like the old wisdom type, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it, and Pops is played by Stephen McKinley Henderson, who is just absolutely an amazing actor and one of those guys where you see him you recognize him because he has a, such a distinct look um but you probably don't recognize his name yeah he's just full of warmth just i just want him as a, as a grandpa seriously he just exudes this love every character that he does yeah yeah i want him in all my I will invite him to all my cookouts. He's just the first he wanted to barbecue because, like, even if like people start fighting, he'll be the one to be like, "Okay, guys, chill out. You know, let's let's be cool." You know? uh, <laughs> yeah, he's that guy. Like, you need to invite to to gatherings because he'll he'll smooth it out for everybody. Absolutely. And I think he might make some really good gumbo. I'm not sure, but I kind of get those vibes. Oh, absolutely. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. He, he'll bring some scrumptious to the cookout. I, I definitely have a good feeling about him. Even if it's potato, I think he could probably chop up some good potatoes out of it, too. I mean, we just speculating, <laughs> but he may look like the type. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hmm. All right. Um, now I'll just got so um we're as the story moves forward, we start to 
like the the onion, so to speak, is peeling back with Jackie's character um, when when her um, when her son comes into play. That her mother just pretty much like, hey, here's your son. Here you go. Have a nice day. Type situation. Um, the son never speaks. You know, so you can tell there's. Definitely some trauma happening, <laughs> or he experienced some kind of trauma. Um, so he yeah, cannot well, open up to anyone. Yeah, the mom mentions that that the boy saw his dad get murdered, mm-hmm. um, and that's why he's not talking. So the the child actor um, is played by Danny Boyd Jr. And oh my god, this kid! If he doesn't. If he doesn't spiral off control in his personal life or anything, I feel like he has a whole lot of um, room to grow and he's very talented. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like he had one line (laughs) besides singing a little bit, you know, but he had that one line at the end and like all throughout, he was able to portray everything, you know, he was feeling and thinking just such an amazing kid actor. So, yeah, I hope someone's protecting him and leading him through the way because he's got a long future. Yeah. 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 You said just just saying so much without saying anything. It's such a, a huge feat for an actor to do, you know, especially like a young, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like, wow. It, like, like, like yeah, I said, just imagine when you, you know, actually do a, a movie or something, we have to deliver some monologues. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Right. I want to see that, you know, and you know, from a teacher's perspective, I was just thinking about like, man, a lot of people need to start thinking about kids being like Manny. We don't know what's going on at home, you know? And so when they're getting to school, you know, the things that we could do for that child. Now he's not speaking. So would teachers just leave him alone because he's a, he's a good, sweet, quiet kid, you know, or would that be an impetus to be like, I need to know what's going on with this kid, this kid. But my heart was just swinging both ways for that child all the time. And every time they go to the school too, and I'd look to see how people are treating the child and he wet, wets his pants and stuff. And the secretary isn't even nurturing about it. I was I, I can talk forever about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we have you on. <laughs> so wasn't it wasn't it a white secretary? Yes, yeah, and it looked like it was a predominantly black school. Which again, I don't know how these schools get white faces in the office, and you know, it needs to be something that everyone can reflect on. Um, she didn't even really seem like she was trying to care for the mother coming in, you know, in that desperation. Her mother's all marked up too, and there was nothing. It was just like an it just didn't matter yeah yeah and and when you say marked up she had a giant black eye and no one even bothered to ask do you need help right is everything okay right (laughs) yeah and she's a new mom in the district they didn't go like oh greetings let's talk about you know but i mean those are that's that's school for you you know not a lot of schools have that good bedside manner it's just processing people through but um yeah there was just it was a little too real i think Yeah, they were saying like the the public school system and the prison system is like almost parallel as far as how they process. It truly is. It's like, all right, here you go. Go. <laughs> go in. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask for anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, pretty sad. But yeah, it's interesting how that's, that, that alone was a commentary on, you know, what you're talking about. I, mean, I didn't even see it. I, like, I knew it was, it was definitely a setup for the scene was set up for 
you know, Jackie, the Jackie character to really pay attention to not only the son, but, you know, how the son is being treated, you know, and to kind of step back and be like, oh, wow, like I'm, I'm assuming that my son has been having his treatment like throughout his life so far, you know, and um, I think it was more of, it was, it was kind of a semi moment of revelation for her because, you know, she didn't, of course, she's like, I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> like, I, like, I, like, I shuffled you off, you know, when you were born. So what the hell am I going to do with you now? But I just, I like, just like within the story as she was, slowly getting herself together physical like in, in a physical sense to you know be violent you know it's like her career she was a fighter at the same token you know trying to emotionally soften herself up to be maternal and receive her child you know that like these two things going on with her you know like yeah, well I feel like the the entire movie of the the story arc of her becoming a better fighter also represented her fighting through her trauma, but first through her relationship with Desi and then confronting her mom about leaving her alone so that she was sexually molested as a kid. And then ultimately her relationship with her trainer, uh, Budokan and that, that final relationship was, like the trauma of her finding through the trauma of no longer hating herself so that she could face the final obstacle in the ring. Yeah, totally. And so the child was not only represented her becoming more maternal, but also represented um, her loving herself more because she can't love her child until she can love herself. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And I loved when Budokan had told her, you know, that she was um, raised on damage and survived on rage. Rage. Because that truly is, you know, the woman's journey, you know, like you're, you're going to get damaged continuously and you got to find a way. I mean, not just woman's story, it's really human story, but like looking through the woman's side of it, you know, just the continuous little damages and large damages. And somehow we're trying to find, keep our softness or find our softness when all we've got is boiling rage, mm-hmm. you know? And so it, everything's understandable of how it, it unfolded, but I just kept on having those angry mommy moments where I'm like, girl, don't you see that you're doing exactly what your mama do? What are you doing? You know? And then when Desi starts being so violent, I thought the first time that was going to be it because she seemed to really answer to that. And she cleaned up, you know, like when one starts cleaning up after a man does something like it's over. She even had to sit down. You know, she was sitting in the chair with a little light. Her son's right there. So I was like, oh, this is the get the fuck out moment, right? Like mm-hmm. fucking flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't turn out that way exactly. Um, but there was just a lot of that watching going, hmm, you, that was a time that you could have stopped it. Oh, you could have stopped it right there. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. luckily she did get out. Yeah, um, but, so- but I felt like her not leaving immediately felt more like real life. Yeah. Mm. I agree. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, that that's definitely true. This movie was really triggering for me because I come from domestic violence and my mom, she didn't leave her husband for three different times. So we were escaping left and right. So I got it. I think that's what I was really kind of getting yeah. angry about. I was like, bitch, <laughs> you should have gone the fuck. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> right. I wanted to say to my mom, I was like, Holly, Holly, look, 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 listen, listen. <laughs> Agreed. No, yeah, but like, to, yeah, to general point definitely because but then again like the more you see a character knowing what they need to do they'll still can't quite do it Uh, to me i think that's a bigger reflection on the you know the trauma that you know the change like you said the cycle of trauma that you think is normal it's like, okay, and, and the fear of seeing the other side of it is like, well, I was raised in this circle of these events and this recurring, like, you know, act of how to be treated. And even though it's abusive, it's almost a comfort zone, so to speak, because you don't know, you never seen the other side of it. Yeah, yeah. it's a... Yeah. But even though, yeah, it's it's better on the other side, but most people is like, "Uh, I don't know. But we fear what we don't know, right? right? And there's so much you have to undo and face to get to that other side. So totally understandable. But it's just, it's it gets right down to that thing that is, seems to be a um, a theme in my life is that the children will show you the way. Yeah. You know, it's like she was just living that life. But once the child come, that was her wake up call of like, you've got to reevaluate everything, you know, and it's like the same thing with me, you know, until I had my child, I was living pretty recklessly. And, you know, I named my son Moses and it turned out that it he truly did lead me through the desert. And that's not why I named him. It was just a namesake for my father-in-law. But like if, if I didn't have him, I wouldn't have considered half the things I was doing as bad or needed to be fixed or examined. Um, and so I'm a better person because of my child, you know, and same thing with her. I, I want to kind of see like what else is going to happen now, you know, so mm-hmm. I want a happy, end- a happier ending. Like, you know, let's see what's, what's that apartment look like? Did you get into a school? <laughs> <laughs> did, you little, you know, did you move? What? <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> yeah, and it's definitely, it was definitely hopeful. <laughs> and then what we seen her like open, like when we first seen her. It, yeah, like it's piano lessons. What's going to happen? <laughs> right. Well, and hopefully she also like drops her mom. Yeah. Although we because, see some redemption at the end where maybe the mom also, you know, through her children and her grandchild, I think she had an awakening as well. But she's mm-hmm. an addict. So until she deals with that addiction, she might not be able to get there. But we do see that redemption of the mom. Like she was so clumped. She was so yeah. clumped at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I also feel like she has narcissistic tendencies. So, yeah, but, she was for clumped upset um probably because she was realizing that she was gonna lose her grandson which mm. is the hold that she would have on her daughter to True. stick around so like if i'm looking at it from a narcissistic perspective of course she's upset because then her control is going to go away True. True. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 For that. Damn. I was trying to get some, some like you know, silver lining on some clouds, and she's like, but anyway, about narcissism. <laughs> <laughs> You're totally right. You're totally right. Yeah. yeah I, I'm over here looking at it from a very negative perspective. I'm like, people are 
don't fix themselves that quickly. <laughs> yeah, expensive drugs are involved. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, so let's okay. get. I want to. I want to oh, talk God. about uh, Budokan because oh. I fucking loved her yes. character. Yes. Also, that woman is gorgeous. Fine. She's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no pausing. You just, damn, that woman. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, 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 I, yeah. And the dynamics between the two are just, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, because I just love her character because it never sidestepped the fact that she's a professional and know what the hell she's doing. Mm-hmm. And so every time you hear what she says to Jackie, like you leaning forward because like everything she says to her is going to benefit her. Like, you know, far as like she was telling, okay, this is how you do it. You know, you put like, and you know, it was like, oh, okay. So it was like, once you truly seen an interaction you know, between Jackie and another adult, that was just a genuine dialogue of helping her, you know, instead of exploiting her or like trying to get over on her. So it was like, all right, like we can trust this character because everything she was doing, her interaction was like truly to make Jackie better. Mm -hmm. So that's why I really love it. It was just so heartbreaking though when she's like, you know how many uh, clients I, I get intimate with? And I was just like, Man, is this gonna break Budokan? Is she gonna be like she gonna lose her Buddhism? You know, because like you know she fell hard, and then and then like why did they even have that conversation before the fight? Like they should have been having fun, not oh. So yeah, I was that was my exact same thinking. Why are they having this conversation before the fight? Yes, but then then I was like, well, okay. Jackie is self-destructive. So it makes sense to have it before the fight because she's trying to find ways to show herself that she cannot be successful. So the end of the fight, she still didn't win. It's like, okay, yeah, obviously I'm not worth shit. But when the audience starts cheering her name, it makes her realize even if I lose, I'm still winning. Winning. So that exactly. was that was huge for her personal personal growth. Yeah. And for, I mean, if it, if it becomes anything, I still, I mean, she still won. They both won. Like I don't even understand that. So I know, you know, there's not two belts, but they both won. So um, I was a little pissed about that. So I love that redemption of the the audience bringing her back, and then she puts her head up. And you mm. see that the crown's on, and she really does feel who she is. Beautiful. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it was a, it was a rocky situation because the first rocky he didn't win, right? Apollo beat him, but he, you know he, he didn't win. He didn't win, <laughs> but he won. But he won to love Adrian, and that's all we needed in that movie. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you're right. Um, it, 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 what was really like? The fight, like the, the the fight, the third act fight. Oh wow! I think I read somewhere that I think Hallie like got some like broken ribs. Like yeah, she four ribs. I, think. I, I heard yeah. that she busted four ribs. Yeah, yeah. Like she wants. <laughs> I believe it. She wants. She wanted it to be real. And I think the opponent was act is an actual MMA. M- M- okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of people in the movie were MMA, so I was like, dang. But 
Uh, I, I just, I, I just, I don't know. I, I just, I was jumping. I was cringing my fingers. At one point, my man's like, you realize it's fake, right? I'm like, but it's just so, ooh, ah. so I was in it like it really was a, a real fight, you know? So it, it, yeah. it, it. <laughs> it was one of the best fights, like, parts, you know, a sports fight, you know, that mm-hmm. I've seen it. I've seen it in a while because it was raw. It was like very visceral, like it was emotional. And yeah. uh yeah, at the end, you know, when everybody was cheering for Jackie and then, you know, you know, the opponent, you know, tugged her like, hey, you know, like, you know, you did your thing, you know, respect type yeah. of situation. Uh yeah, you know, you just like, oh I know, yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna be best friends too now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's her Apollo Creed, you know, maybe the, yeah. maybe the second one they're gonna get together and you know. Help win. <laughs> yeah. And the announcer for the fight is actually a real um, mixed martial arts announcer. So I'm sure that all of that was written, but it felt so real. I was like, yes, I'm into this. fight. It felt very real. That- oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have four ribs busted. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely. For- and I think and I think like Hallie was telling, uh, you know, Palmer off camera was like, you know, don't don't pull you like don't pull your punches like just if it follow through just follow through i'll try to you know make the fall or make the you know i sell the hit whatever you know just just do what you do kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah and it worked out because uh, i was so into that last scene like that yeah. it was yeah well and that's yeah. the thing too is just the whole premise of the movie at first i like Holly Berry, 54. What, what, what are they doing? I'm 47. I, I can't do this stuff. So I was already so skeptical. But by the end, I was like, what is 54? I don't even know what 54 is anymore. <laughs> right. Look, hey, listen, 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 listen. If Liv needs an old ass could be running around saving his daughter three times, <laughs> Holly could get into some MMA fights and do her damn thing. Oh, yeah, no, she totally redefines this. I'm like looking at my exercise machine going, I need to, I need to, I, I couldn't even like walk my son to the school. You know, there she was just running and so, I don't, yeah, she, she, <laughs> she made me reevaluate myself. So, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and like, I'm the first scene that we see her at the beginning of the movie after the fight where she's cleaning the house, we see her putting on a shirt where she has like, some body fat on her. And I'm not sure if that was CGI or a body double or whatever. But then at the very end where we see her body all tight, I was like, that seems realistic that based mm-hmm. on all the working out that she was doing, mm-hmm. that yeah. you would see that body transition. And I love that they showed that, you know, like that was a real woman's stomach and side when she was putting on her clothes after work. And so I'm like, thank you for, I mean, just like everything was a lot more real of how women are looking, you know, she's a beautiful woman, but she wasn't looking beautiful 90% of the time because she's all scratched up or something like that, but you still see her beauty, but it wasn't glamor. It was just a day in the life. Right. Right. That's what happens when you have a female director. Right. You're showing a woman who puts her hair up when she goes to fight. She's not looking pretty. Um, yeah. yeah, you 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 get to see the stretch marks and the rolls and the bags underneath the eyes because that's what real women look like. Amen. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for the news that 
she's going to have like a John Wick spinoff. Like, cause she is just amazing. Like, people what forget how transition, wasn't it? That was it. She could be like the whole new realm of female active workers. You know what? Me and Jenna was talking about this. So it's like, okay, we see her in John Wick 3, and she just destroyed that scene. I, I, sometimes I just go to John Wick just for that scene with Cal Reeves <laughs> and Halle Berry, and I kind of just skip over everything else. Um, and let's not forget, she was a you know she was a, a agent in the James Bond world. You know she was Jinx. Yeah. So there's no reason why Jinx can't come back and you know do some low trotting you know super agent shit. Just saying, because yeah, Holly can do it. <laughs> I'm game for anything. I am such a big Holly Berry fan, but this just took, took it to a whole nother level. So I'm like, whatever action movies you gotta do, girl, because I'm ready for it. Yeah, and, and have her directed. She directed yes. all the shows. Like, <laughs> Serious. And it was a female writer too, right? For the, the movie? I think. Uh, screenplay by Michelle Rosenfarb. Yes. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, lo- I love it. I love uh, all it, of it. It was actually um, when Halle Berry got the film or started looking into directing the film. So the film was originally going to be starring Blake Lively, which I can't even... Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Uh, It was going to star Blake Lively, which is absolutely crazy. Um, But Halle Berry did get a a new uh, uh, playwright to come in and shape it a little bit more to make it feel a little more realistic. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Great job. Great job. Yeah. And listen. Yeah, because she's she's in like New Jersey, right? In Newark, Newark, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, New, yeah. That that gave me some PTSD of being <laughs> that town. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait, I recognize that building in the background. And then she walked by a police cru- cru- cruiser with Newark on the side. I was like, oh, yep, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know. New work is raw, you know, you got to learn how to make it in those streets of New York, New Jersey. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, okay, so our our ratings, our rating system go as follows. Uh, Ass on the Couch is a great watch. You enjoy it. Um, put your shoes on, kind of playing, go outside, or put it on the background. It's kind of middle of the road. You just have it on while you iron in or doing taxes, whatever. And the the worst is go outside. Meaning, I would rather go outside and get sneezed on by COVID people and stay <laughs> home and and watch this movie. All right. Uh, so, ladies first. Who's going? Definitely couch. Like couch <laughs> with like some ribs, some wings. I needed like iron. <laughs> so yeah, definitely um couch watching it a few times. And I usually don't watch movies over and over, but I watch this again. Mm, yeah, yeah. it's sit on the sofa for me. Um all of her workouts though that they show, I mean, it definitely has like that rocky type of feel mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. Um, which absolutely works perfectly in this film, but all of her workouts was also giving me like 
angst about what I do during my workouts and that am I really trying hard enough? Wait, wait. You work out, you work out though. So don't yeah, go yeah exactly. Yeah. This is Miss Spartan yearly over here. Serious. <laughs> yes, but I, ha- I haven't run in three years. So I was like, ugh. <laughs> Running's bad for you. I'll still skip. It is. It really is bad. It's bad. <laughs> Ellipticals, where's that? <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, yeah. So I am. I was. So I think I'm going to say it's three butts down because, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. For this to be Halle Berry's directorial debut, it really says a lot about her, her and what kind of story she wanted to tell. And I, and, I, and I really have respect for that. That's the same thing as Regina King, like her first directorial oh. debut. Oh, it could have been a nice little safe rom-com. It could have been something else. She's like, no, I want to do One Night Miami. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's, and I really respect that, especially, you know, with these, uh, you know, these, you know, these black actresses that, you know, that's been in the game for so many years. Once they get their first shot at telling the story, they tell these kind of stories and I really have respect for them for doing that. Um and yeah Halle Berry I want I definitely want to see more Halle Berry directed films because she did a great job. Well um, it, it just shows that you know yes this film we're we're reviewing this film because it's Black History Month but it, it it's telling real human stories and right. it doesn't matter what color your skin is. Yeah. I mean, it truly is a woman's story, you know, because that could have been it could have been in Los Angeles. It could have been in Arizona, you know, a woman who had a horrible drug addict mom and she's having to fend for herself and then she can't be a responsible mom. But then she has to be a mom. I mean, that's that's a lot of women's stories. So it definitely um, is, I think, very uh, applicable. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, yeah great. The whole running away from motherhood. How many times? Have people been trying to run away? And she's literally <laughs> running at times, but then other she always comes back and she's, you know, a new perspective. So yeah, I loved it. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Yeah. So three months down. Uh <laughs> definitely uh Bruce is on Netflix. Uh we suggest if you haven't seen it, definitely see it. Um, if you like, you know, if you like those, you know, underdog, you know. Uh, you know, sports stories. I will safely slot this in with those movies um, because it definitely have the same arc and formula. But what 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 makes this different is it digs deeper into the experience of you know an African American fighter in the world of MMA, uh, something that's not really shown or never shown. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah, so props to. Halle Berry for bringing this type of story to us. So can I ask one question though? Mm-hmm. Um, with that hug at the end, do you think they're going to get back together? Like they're, they're together. They just thought they weren't together, but they're together. Or do you think that's, you know, I, I think it's, I think it's over. I think she too. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'll, yeah. Cause I think he, she tried to like give, get her center back as like, you know, but she got it. She got her center now. She's so oh. balanced. <laughs> yeah. Now they can move in together and love each other. Like it was a real love, you know. <laughs> that was the purest love I've seen on screen. And I'm like, okay. So when I saw the hug, I was like, okay, maybe, 
so I got a chance, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll go with your positive outtake. Not my yeah, Jed is like, nah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to say, hey, you never know. <laughs> I'm the middle. Ten years later, maybe. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, well, hey, maybe this is set up a bruise too. We'll see how the adventures of Jackie Brady Bull Justice uh, rants out. <laughs> and actually, this could be an awesome franchise because it's like if you follow kind of like the Rocky situation, maybe the sun grows up and five years later, yes. maybe you want to get into it, you know, like Creed, yes. you know, like the Michael B. Jordan character, but to have like Halle Berry's son to kind of be like Creed's son character and like he's grown and found footsteps of his mama. Oh, dude. <laughs> I'm hoping that she never goes back into the ring because she is 54. But I mean, she would be making a great coach and making more of that. So she could be training her son. There's possibilities, Holly Berry. Think of this. (laughs) Yeah, listen to us, Holly. (laughs) And whoever has Holly's website, direct our podcast to her so she can listen to us. (laughs) We have some ideas for Cool. Well, there you have it, guys. Bruce, and always we would like to thank Catherine for coming on. We all we, we love all everything, all of your viewpoints and points of views. I love this. You guys are so awesome. You guys choose really good movies too. Well, we, we hope. Well, thank, we thank you. <laughs> if, there's, if there's any movies you want to review with us in the future, just let us know. We're happy well, yeah. to be back. And same here. You guys see a movie like, oh, I wonder what Catherine says. I'm like, I think this. I'll share. So please, <laughs> keep in mind. <laughs> uh, we have like a Catherine Corner segment. Yes. Uh, the, uh, the, Cat- <laughs> the Catherine Rent segment. <laughs> I love it. I'm down. <laughs> Sweet. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, uh, we'll see you guys next week with some more reviews. Until then, which everyone say physical distancing and uh, please get your fucking shots. Yeah, boost, boost. Shit. <laughs> yes. Peace, y'all. Bye.